Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. What is today? Is Dr. Peter Michalos, a historian, uh, a uh, a great doctor, uh, and uh, studies medicine and uh, gives a lot of great recommendations. Uh, Dr. Peter Michalos, uh, uh, what's our update for this uh, Thanksgiving weekend for all of those uh, who ate too much turkey? Well, what we're going to do is talk about what the literature is and the newest studies. Uh, we're not giving specific recommendations. Always see your doctor first, but we're going to tell people all about some of the new discoveries. And one of the things that we've always suspected is that sugar fuels cancer. And processed sugar especially, it's a very powerful energy source. And basically, sugar nourishes cancer cells. And uh, they did a study where they put radioactively labeled sugar and they gave it to pancreatic cancer patients. And guess where the sugar went? Straight to, right to straight the pancreas. Straight to the cancer. Wow. Right, straight to the cancer. Cause so, cancer so in other words, really... if you have little cancer cells in the pancreas and you eat a lot of cake, a lot of cane sugar, you're going to die. Well, it accelerates it, and that's why there's also a uh, study done out in Oregon on the West Coast where they had people with solid tumors, and they put them on fasts and prolonged fasts, sometimes for several days, and just water fasts, and they actually have published documentation now that the tumors shrank. Another fascinating study, again, in peer-reviewed literature, they looked at 1,000 people with colon cancer, and those who drank two or more sugary drinks a day had a 67% higher chance of recurrence of the colon cancer and of mortality. So that's a pretty big study. And then in Spain, they looked at 7,000 patients, and they found that for every 5 grams of sugar that you increase in your diet every day, it increases your risk of getting cancer by 8%. And a typical can of soda has 30 to 45 grams of sugar. So, And then you look at Countries like Taiwan that had no processed sugar in the 1940s, but before that, 50s, and all of a sudden, in the late 60s and 70s, when they introduced sugary drinks into Taiwan, guess what happened? Their cancer rate shot up. And this goes back to something we talked about on uh, WABC Radio, which was published in Nature, which is the most prestigious journal in science, where German scientists made a major discovery that could slow down the aging process, and they found that as we age, the copying machine that makes all our amino acids the building blocks of our bodies and our proteins, it goes faster as we age. And then they said, well, what makes it go faster? And guess what it was? Sugar and rising insulin levels. So they found that when you're on lower glycemic index diets, leading less sugar, your aging actually slows down. And that's why things like the Mediterranean diet, that's why fasting for 16 hours and only eating in an eight-hour window during that period you don't have your rising insulin levels, you don't have as much sugar, and your aging actually slows down. So cancer is tied in with sugar, as is the aging process. But now it's kind of uh, great that we actually are learning and really have evidence and looking at studies with several thousand people and studying this on the molecular level and seeing how bad it is. And then the other thing you and I always talk about is the issue with artificial sweeteners. And that comes into the whole thing of gut microbiome because the body senses something sweet in the tongue and then it sends a signal 
into your brain, and then you put out insulin, and then your blood sugar actually comes down, but you actually didn't get any sugar in your body. And that's why you feel like you got hit by a truck after you have some of these diet sodas and you feel exhausted and tired two hours later, you know, and that's why a lot of them are caffeinated. So you get a little bit of a kick from the caffeine, but two, three hours later, you just don't feel right because you're also not getting any nutritional value out of it. And the bacteria in the gut try to take some of these artificial sweeteners in and they don't really know what to do with it. And it disrupts our gut microbiome, which we now know is 80% of our immune system is in our intestine, which we didn't know that before. And now we do. So now we're starting to piece all these things together. And that's why integrative medicine doctors put together all the biomarkers, look at them, analyze them, and try to find the balance because we're really a big bag of chemicals. And uh, now we've just uh, confirmed that sugar is an accelerator of cancer. And uh, it's not a wives' tale, it's reality. So we encourage our people uh, and our listeners to try to eat healthy and try to eat low glycemic index foods and processed foods. Why do processed foods last longer? Because they put preservatives. And the preservatives do what? Kill bacteria. So guess what happens when you eat those things? The food might last longer, but those same chemicals in the processed food that kill bacteria also kill some of the good bacteria in our gut microbiome. And that makes us less healthy and our immune systems are weaker. And that's why when we eat healthier, we get sick less and we feel better. We feel healthier. Understood. Uh, and uh, we talked about artificial sweeteners, which is no damn good for you. Now, how about uh, uh, the, 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 well, it's not artificial, fructose. I understand is even worse than sugar. Well, the problem is that any of the sugars that are more readily bioavailable, meaning that they're like rocket fuel, like jet fuel, they get into your system and they cause your insulin levels to rise and they cause your sugar levels to skyrocket, those are more of a problem. When you have complex carbohydrates, your body has to digest, work on them, break it down eventually to get the energy out. It's like having, uh, you want to get to the walnut, but you got to break the walnut shell, you got to open it up, you got to clean it and finally get to eat it. Whereas the the, the processed sugars are like just putting the, the, the glucose directly into your bloodstream so you don't even get a chance. So you get that initial high and that's why even young children, you see them getting all these sugary candies, treats, and then you see them running around like crazy and they, they have all this energy because you've just put rocket fuel in them and then their insulin levels kick in and then they crash and then they feel you know, tired and they fall asleep. So that's why it's messing with your insulin levels. Having stabilized insulin and sugar levels, even your behavior is better. And people, you know, they don't sit there and fall asleep after they have a meal if you have too much sugar. And you see, you don't feel good. You might feel initially great after that chocolate bar, but then an hour or two later when your insulin kicks in and your blood sugar starts to fluctuate, you just don't feel as well. So that's just something uh, that confirms that things like the Mediterranean diet, eating fruits, vegetables, that don't bump up your sugar as last, much. Last they question. Will help you live longer. I understand the type of sugar that's in an apple or fruit is a little bit different uh, in your system. Can you explain that? Yeah, what happens is different, different sugars are either more complex or less complex. A more complex 
uh, sugar, like for example, when you eat a melon, it takes a longer period of time to bump up your glucose versus uh, a grape. And each uh, fruit has different levels, amounts of sugar, and the complexity. And the more complex the sugar is, the less it bumps up your sugar. When you eat white bread, that's a simple, more simple carbohydrate. When it touches your saliva, it turns right into a sugar. It shoots up. Whereas sourdough bread, for example, is more complex and it takes time to digest and to break it down to extract the sugars out. So that's the difference between various fruits and they each have, and you can Google or go online and look up glycemic index of different fruits. And they have a whole punch list of the highest to the lowest, like grapefruits are on the high side, blueberries are on the low side. So that's why you have to look at the glycemic index of each individual fruit. Well, that's wonderful. Well, Dr. Peter Mihalos, enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thanks for always getting the truth out on the Cats Roundtable.